Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. And before we get to the show, I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Garfiti Japan! Yo, what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes booze. Fan of the news. That's right. And today we've got all of the above. We got Japan. We got news. We got booze. There's actually two dudes here. So we are set, locked, and ready to go. Uh, Tommy, what episode is this? I believe it's 522. 500 Deucey Deuce. That is correct. What are you drinking? I'm drinking the same as always. Blue boys. Oh, boy. You're so predictable. I'm drinking a double whiskey because that's just how I'm rolling tonight. And it's the Tories Classic. You can't go wrong with a classic. Coca-Cola has the classic Coca-Cola. There's classic cars. And uh, there's classic rock. All of that shit is good. So I'm rolling with the classic whiskey. And, uh, Tom, speaking of a classic, I got a classic conversation because... I've been talking to a lot of people on Skype and shit, and um, recently everybody's talking about one thing, health, health. They're always saying, <laughs> hey, I'm doing this to be healthy while I'm in lockdown. What are you doing to be healthy? Blah, 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 blah. Healthy, 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 healthy. Tom, so let's keep this classic conversation rolling. What are you doing to be healthy in this lockdown? Uh, honestly, I'm just trying to cook, cook, cook healthy meals. Well, like what? Like pizza, SpaghettiOs and shit? 
Yeah, no shit, right? Nah, dude. Like, I've, I've been cooking, like, easier, like, healthier he- healthier meals. Like I said, I cook, like, chicken noodle soup. I, like, I mentioned that last time. I made a big old pot of it. Yep. And um, I'm doing just, like, simple simple stuff like toast. That's, like, you know, like... Toast. Doesn't You're have like a strong, ton of- dude. <laughs> you got a cookbook yeah. for that? <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, French toast we made. Yeah. So, that's about it. Oh, also, I should point out my wife cooks like super heavy like or sorry super healthy stuff because like you know what? she's japanese kind of <laughs> okonomiyaki uh, takoyaki yeah Jap- japanese food or asian food in general which is a hell of a lot healthier than what we eat in the west in general okay so no spaghettios at your dinner table oh man no spaghettios, no spaghettios? oh shit you know what i've been drinking what i've been trying and uh, i've been drinking Something crazy, and I've been trying to describe it to my friends who are all Japanese and shit. And it is really hard to describe this drink. Guess what it is? You get three uh, guesses. A health drink. Yeah, super healthy. That the Japanese would not know about. Yes and no. More no than yes. Uh, all right, we'll go with uh, Akai berry juice. No. Uh, almond milk. No, God. Do I look like a hippie? Fucking smoothies. <laughs> smoothies. Oh, God. You dropped the ball three times fold. Uh, no, dude. Kombucha. I've been drinking kombucha. I brew it, too. I, I thought that shit was... I, dude, I've had that before. I thought it was gross and nasty and never went back. No, it is pretty weird. It is an acquired taste. It's like being like... I don't know, nine or ten years old and having your first beer and being like, what the fuck is this shit? Why is it delicious for some people, but not delicious to me? And then eventually you acquire the taste and it's your favorite drink for the rest of your life. Um, Yeah, that's how kombucha is. So it's, in other words, it's like beer. It's kind of like beer. It's it's actually fermented, too. So I, in a way, it's like beer. But yeah, um, kombucha is the hardest thing to describe to people in Japan because they're like, what are you doing to be like healthy? And I'm like... Well, I'm drinking kombucha, and in Japanese, kombucha means uh, it means what? Uh, what does it mean? It means seaweed tea, right? Kombu and cha. Cha means tea. Kombu means like plant of the sea, which is absolutely not what kombucha is, like the real kombucha. But Japan has their own kind of kombucha, what is absolutely nothing like kombucha whatsoever at all. Period. But anyway, that okay, that sounds like a super Japanese thing to do. Oh, you have there's something that's popular in the West. Let's copy it and make it like Japan, like make it more Japanese until it's not even like remotely like the same thing. I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but yeah. Anyway, the thing is, so explaining kombucha to anybody in Japan is like the weirdest thing because they're like, "Well, what is it?" You're like, "Well, it's green tea and it's fermented." They're like, "Whoa!" So wait, it's like beer. You're like, well, it's fermented, but not like beer. And they're like, okay, well, what's the difference? You're like, well, this is tea that you put a mushroom on top of, and the mushroom ferments it after two weeks. And then just the look on their face, even through Skype, they're just like, you put a mushroom on top of green tea, and it ferments, and you drink it? What? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, where's this from? And you say, China. And then they go, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everybody's so racist <laughs> like oh they do all sorts of crazy shit in china I don't, know, I don't know if it's racist they just like i don't know the japanese like they tend to think that other countries particularly certain countries particularly like china and america especially tend to do really weird wacky shit 
Yeah, America, they put cheese and uh, sugar on everything. In China, they do everything that's just crazy as weird and fucking shit like that. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. Ah, totally am. But, yeah, fucking that's, yeah, okay. So, no, nah, okay. none of that you mentioned it, actually, like, yeah, so, like, I've been doing the juicer thing where, like, you know, I just put throw some berries in, into the juicer with, add, like, a little bit of honey and then some yogurt and, like, smoothie that shit up in the blender. Do you add uh, vodka or anything? Oh, rum? Rum would be good. Uh, no, I don't. Drop but, uh, actually, you know, you know what I used to do is I used to throw in, like, some honey jack. I don't know if they, I don't think they have that anymore. They used to have honey jack, though. Jack oh, Daniels. I think they do. Yeah, yeah, it's still around. I haven't had it in a while, but yeah, I used to like mix some of that in. Mm, nice, Honey Jack. You can't go wrong with Honey Jack. I mean, Honey Jack shots are fucking awesome as shit, too. Oh, uh, man, but anyway, I'm drinking kombucha, man, and it's keeping me alive, I guess. But as I said before, it is hard as fuck to describe that to anybody. And um, when you do finally get it across, they look at you like you're absolutely insane for drinking that shit. And maybe I am, but apparently supposedly it supercharges your immune system. And I think that's something that everybody needs, especially you with the AIDS thing. <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> All right. uh, just kidding. But, uh, yeah. oh, man. so yeah, stay healthy, Tom. Come by, by the way. I'm raising my glass of whiskey high in the air to you and to all the faders out there. Oh, man. So um, I haven't talked to you in a little while. It's been about, what, three days? So uh, what you been up to for the last three days? Ah, man, Anything? nothing. <laughs> no, dude. dude what, is, what else is there to do? Same shit as always. I've been, like, walking, watching Netflix and, like, hanging out with my wife and son. That is it. Boring. <laughs> You're not playing Twister or anything or anything crazy over there? <laughs> Nothing's I'm going fucking... wacky over in the Tom house? <laughs> Uh, to be to be perfectly honest with you, I'm fucking fine with this shit, man. That's it. That's You're all. You're fine, just chilling, hanging out. Yeah, I got. I get, I, get, I get to watch my TV shows on Netflix, and I get to fucking spend time with my son. And me oh, and my that's wife good. And speaking, and that's like you know, so I'm eating good food. So <laughs> I ain't got no complaints, man. All right, man. So uh, yeah, you're not doing anything with your life right now. <laughs> Other than podcasting with me three times a week, which is probably ruining your mind and your soul. So how about this? Let's get started into the news. Yeah, sure, man. Hey, man, I don't, I don't mind podcasting. It's fun and like keeps us sane, right? I mean, like that's yeah. Fuck it. What else is there to do? Podcast is life. Got faded to Japan is life. Okay. I'll yeah yeah I'll agree with that one. Okay, so let's begin. Um, I don't know. You want to go first? You got a pretty good story. Me? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I get actually get to go first for once. Uh, wow. All right. Wow, Tom. Wow. We're playing T-ball now. Okay, go for it. Batter yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, okay, first one. Here we go. Man arrested for stabbing real estate agent while being shown apartments. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, oh, 20... Rent too high? <laughs> Yeah. So how much do you want for this place? A thousand yeah. bucks a month? Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He he uh, he tried. He very poorly tried to negotiate the price down. <laughs> well, somebody went down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A twenty-four-year-old unemployed man has been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder and robbery after he stabbed a twenty-three-year-old woman who works for a real estate agency while we while she was showing him an apartment in Yokohama on Saturday. 
Police said the suspect, uh, Yuki Nishiyama, with no fixed address, was found in Ibaragi Prefecture on Saturday night, driving the car he had stolen from the real estate agent, Chiaki Hayashi, Fuji TV reported. Police said Hayashi, who lives in Kawasaki, told police she had shown a man an apartment that he requested to see and that he stabbed her while they were in the apartment. He stole a handbag containing cash and fled the scene in the real estate agency's car used by Hayashi, who managed to stagger outside. A passerby saw Hayashi lying on the sidewalk and called 110. She had been stabbed in the back and chest. Police said that she was in stable condition on Sunday. You know, you really got to give it to the robbers these days. I mean, they're really thinking outside of the box. I mean, usually they're on the street and they kind of like grab somebody's purse and then stab them or something. But I mean, this guy, he calls up a real estate agency. He's like, hey, uh, I would like to look at an apartment. And um, I don't know, Shibuya, Shinjuku, oh, maybe Yokohama. Yeah, Yokohama. So he finds something that's, you know, not too expensive, you know, not too cheap, not too small, not too big and stuff. He finds like the Goldilocks apartment and stuff. And he goes in there, he's looking out the window, checking out the view, and he's like, I'll take it. And she's like, great, I've got the contract. And he goes, great, I've got a knife. And then fucking the rest is history. Now she says she was stabbed in the back of the chest, so I bet I bet he just fucking literally knifed her in the back. Yeah, well, obviously. Sucks. This fucking sucks. And it was a woman, too. Fuck this guy, man. This fucking poor 24-year-old, you know, she's like, you know, she's obviously she's a younger person. She's probably thankful to have a job, and she you knows she's a go-getter. Because I know these real estate agents, they make, like, you know, a bulk of their money off the commission for, like, you know, getting people to agree to see apartments. Yep. Yeah, so she's done everything, and like you know, all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, so how about this? Oh, in the bathroom, the shower." Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you gotta admit that really sucks. I mean, especially in the middle of this pandemic, you know, she's risking her life, leaving her home, and then she goes to her job, and then she risked her life just to meet this guy, and then she risked her life just to take this guy to a very secluded apartment where basically he tried to take her life. Yeah, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, I mean, every time you leave your apartment these days, you're risking your life. I know, man. I, I know it's right. If she, dude, if she doesn't get for her dedication, if she doesn't get employee of the fucking year from this company, this this company's a shit company. If she doesn't get that, oh yeah. Well, I mean, being Japan, she probably got fired. She disgraced the company. Yeah, because she allowed him to steal the the yeah, it was the real estate agency's car. Can I just point out something? This dude, uh, where, where did this start off with in uh, Yokohama? Yeah, he was calling Ibaragi. That's like hella far. Ibaraki Prefecture? That's like, what, yeah. 400 miles? Uh, I don't know if it's 400 miles, maybe 400 kilometers. It's, it's fucking, it's far, dude. <laughs> 400 miles, 400 kilometers. What's the difference at that point? But yeah, it's fucking far. That's, that's crazy, man. But mm. that's a lot of fucking effort just to steal her purse and a fucking car, dude. I mean, seriously. I mean, this guy obviously has some mental problems, you know? Yeah, I have no, I have no fixed address, so he's obviously fucking homeless. Oh man! Well, shit. Well, if you're unemployed, you shouldn't be looking for an apartment. (laughs) You got to get the job first, right? Yeah, isn't that normally how things work? You get a job, you save some money, then you get the apartment. Exactly. All right. What what, what did you say earlier? This guy's uh, was, uh, you know, how how do you say he had to do the robbery to think outside the box? Well, I don't know. Now now that he's caught, he's going to have a lot of time to be thinking inside a box. Oh. Tom, oh, your brain is working. Have you been using a little bit of that kombucha? <laughs> it does enlighten the mind. All right, here we go. Next story. 
Two men arrested for abandoning body on Mountain of Hugo Prefecture. This story took place in Hugo. Police have arrested two men on a suspicion of abandoning the body of a man was found in the mountains near Miki City, Hugo Prefecture. Police said Norihito Yonamura, 52 years old, a transporter company employee from the town of Ima, was that? Inami. Wait, wait, wait. So wait a second. He works for a transport company and he got busted transporting a dead body. How fucking appropriate, right? Fucking <laughs> irony. Texas right themselves. Okay. And Mamuru Yoshida, 52 years old, a dump truck driver from Taka. Oh my God. So this is crazy. So both of these guys are in cahoots who have dumping and transportation capabilities and their job in this story is dumping a body yeah okay so so one dude's like hey man i'll transport the body and you can dump it mm. boom made in heaven peanut butter and jelly okay mm. let's see here moving forward okay these gentlemen were arrested on tuesday fuji t reported uh they were accused of abandoning the body of Hisashi Nishikawa, 45 years old, a dump truck driver from Kakogawa City. What the fuck? These guys are all in the same business. I swear to God, they're all in cahoots. In the mountains sometime during the night of Sunday or early Monday, uh, Nishikawa was reported missing by his wife Monday morning after he failed to return home on Sunday. Police in Nishikawa, whose body was found at around 10.30 p.m. Monday, appeared to have been beaten to death. The police did not clarify what led them to the suspects or whether they had admitted to the charges or not. Okay, Tom, so we've got one transport employee and two dump truck drivers, and one of them is dead. Tommy, what is the mathematics behind the situation? Mathematics? Mm. I, I think it was an inside job. I'm hearing some uh, mafioso fucking... I, I just say connection right here, man. I think this guy, you know, you know, he's the one honest truck driver, dump truck driver that wouldn't take the bribe to, you know, dump dead bodies or whatever fucking bullshit they need to get rid of. So they had to whack him and whack him good they did. And then they transported the body and dumped it. That's what I think. You know, that kind of works, but that's just too typical, Tom. I mean, you, sir, are not thinking outside of the box. And with a story like this, you kind of got to think outside of the block box, dude. Okay, now, so I, I imagine you have a working theory. I got a working theory. These guys were working together, dumping bodies all over the country. It's perfect cover. Now, everything was moving very smoothly. That is until Hiyashi got greedy and started demanding more money from his boss. Now, keep in mind, Hiyashi was younger than the two other gentlemen who he's working with, right? And maybe he was greedy and a little bit more naive. And basically, he wanted more money. And that's where things went sour because the two other guys were like, fuck you, dude, you can't have more money. Basically, we're the three musketeers. Everybody gets paid the same way. But the thing is... This guy, he didn't budge. So what they had to do is what they had to do. They had to whack this guy. So basically, probably they took him out to like, I don't know, um, Okonomiyaki or Yakisoba or something. And they invited him out, you know, just so he didn't like arise any suspicion or anything. They brought him out to a restaurant and they probably poisoned his noodles. So here's this guy. He's eating the noodles and he's feeling a little bit sick because he had a lot of cyanide or something. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, die, 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 die. But he didn't die, right? And he's like, oh, 
gotta go back to work, all right, let's dump these bodies, and basically he gets into the fucking dump truck, and these guys are like, oh shit, dude, this guy isn't gonna die, dude, this guy is unkillable, so they pull him out, and they pull up baseball bats, and hammers, and fucking pliers, and they do a fucking number on him, they work this guy until basically he wasn't working anymore, and then they had this body on his hands, but the thing is, they had a body in their hands, but these guys were the body hiders, dude, that was their job, that was their profession, that's what these guys did, so they put this guy in the back of the dump truck and they're driving around to one of their special spots which is in the mountain right so they drove all the way up to the mountain one sunday night or maybe early monday and they drive up there and they find the perfect spot and then they dump the body just as they always do but in their plan they had one flaw because this guy this young guy he was still married and his wife called the cops boom i blew your mind huh yeah, I I like your theory. I think I think it's a good working theory, except for the example of these guys are like a professional body hiders, or you know body dumpers or get rid of us or whatever the fuck you you want to call them. They're doing a really fucking shitty job if they found the body the next day. Oh shit! Okay, I knew what. I, all right, these guys are really good at what they did, but they fucked up. Because at the Yakiniku place where they're at, they're eating the food, they're drinking along with this guy, and. They drank too much, and they forgot that this guy had his cell phone in his pocket. So then when they dropped the body and they buried him and stuff, the guy had his cell phone in his pocket. It was easy for cops to find him. Mm, uh, that's, that's not bad. That's a little better. I was going to say, like, if you, if you want to go with your story, I would say the one fatal flaw is, like, you know, after they whacked him, they kind of felt a little bit guilty because, you know, they worked with this guy for a while. Even though, you know, they had to whack him to, you know, keep his mouth shut or whatever, or because he got too greedy or whatever. They kind of felt bad for him, and you know, because, you know, you know, then you had a wife that he loved. So, they're like, you know, they dumped the body, but they made it, like, obvious. Like, you know, even though he's dead, like, it was at least his wife can get some closure or some shit. It was like, it was a respect thing. I've seen a lot of mafiosi movies, and they would never ever tell the wife anything see that's what have you seen goodfellas not 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 tell the wife i'm I'm saying they they made it easier to find so like the the wife can get some closure they don't want to go to jail because no one wants to go to fucking jail it sucks so what would they do they they buried the body and they shot up a flare or something (laughs) i don't know if she sees it she knows where to go oh man that's my story dude all right what's yours all right, here we go. Uh, Tokyo man suspected of bloodying 80 Shinkansen seat covers. 80 Shinkansen seat... Bloodying them? What, was he on his period? Yeah. I was just going to say, like, well, it, okay, it is a man, but if it was a woman and, like, you know, it was a woman that did this, she could just be like, yo, I'm, I'm real sorry about that, but, like, you know, I'm just getting a real heavy flow this month. Yeah, I guess she gets a pass. All right, what happened in this story? Okay, Aichi Prefectural Police on Thursday have arrested a 61-year-old man living in Tokyo for allegedly dripping his own blood onto dozens of seat covers, or sorry, the covers for seats inside a Shinkansen train, reports Yomi, you know, Yomiuri Shimbun. Oh yeah, sorry if I didn't, like Shinkansen is a bullet train for anybody yeah. who didn't know that word. Um, over a 10-minute period starting around 8 30 a.m. The suspect of new noon occupation allegedly dripped blood from both of his gashed wrists onto the white covers for the headrests of about 80 seats inside the Nozomi 90 train between Kyoto and Nagoya stations. Upon his arrest on suspicion of causing property damage, the suspect who lives in uh, uh, the capital's Nerima War denied the allegations by saying, quote, 
my arms got ca- caught in the in a door, end quote. He reportedly told the uh, Nakamura police station, after spotting blood on the covers of seats in cars, one through six in the train, a security guard located the suspect. Upon the train's arrival at Nagoya station, the guard handed him over to the police. It's pretty hardcore, man. The guy fucking cuts off his finger in a fucking Shinkansen, which, in my opinion, is a lawsuit. And then he bleeds all over the place. And then what do they do? They don't call an ambulance. They call the fucking cops. Shame on these oh, guys. It didn't cut his finger off. He gashed both wrists. Which, like, what how, was how he... do you gash both fucking wrists? Yeah, like, well, a major I accident. <laughs> I slipped and I fell on a switchblade. <laughs> There you, go. you know what this oh. reminds me of? This kind of reminds me of that uh, Julia Child uh, skit from Saturday Night Live in the 80s with Dan Aykroyd. Remember the French mm-hmm. chef one where she like, oh, I cut my hand. And she starts bleeding profusely all over fucking <laughs> turkey and then all over the kitchen. Do you remember that one? That was hilarious. I think so. I think so. That's when Dan Aykroyd was really, really funny. Oh, my God. That was hysterical, man. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe something like that happened. I mean, geez. I mean, maybe he was washing his hands, you know, to avoid the COVID. And um, maybe maybe the the train hit a bump or something. Or maybe they, they jammed on the, the I don't know, the uh, brakes or something. And he slipped and he fell and he hit both of his wrists at the same time on the corner of the sink. Thus cutting both of his wrists, right? And then he just starts spraying blood. <laughs> all over the place and he's like oh jesus i gotta get some help and then he kicks open the door and he starts walking down the aisle and stops spraying people with blood kind of like he's spider-man but it's not web spraying everybody it's actually blood and shit and they're like oh my god it's bloody spider-man and he's like i can't help it i fell <laughs> i'm drinking whiskey by the way <laughs> yeah all right yeah let's, let's let's look at it in here though oh a 10 minute period and you got over 80 seat covers that that dude must have been a busy fucking bee. Hell I, yeah, I'm, not, dude. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how many seats are in one car, but like I don't think it, I think it's le- less than eighty. So I think you had to do, had to have whacked at least two cars. So yeah, and also I want to point out, dude, the, those bathrooms don't have any sharp objects in them for that exact fucking reason. Maybe this is what the fuck is that? Ba- is that me or is that you? That's uh, me. Uh, actually, Sean's mailing me. Tell Sean I'll, to I'll, shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get back. Don't don't worry about it, man. I'll like I'll I'll get back to him like you know later. All right, cool. Wait, is he on Skype? Bring him on. No, he's no, he's just on. He's on uh, Facebook. He's Facebook DMing me. Oh shit! All right. Oh man. So anyway, uh, this guy was the bloody Spider Man. That's what it's called. If you cut both of your wrists at the same time, I mean, have you saw fucking Itchy the Killer, dude? You cut one of those yeah. major fucking arteries and shit, and you are the bloody Spider Man. You're just fucking uh, spraying uh, 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 shit all over the place. Ah, I fall. It wasn't my fault. Oh man, it's crazy. It's Kill the Killer was a great movie, and yeah, there's some very bloody, very violent parts. Quite a few of them in the movie. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, you got to read the comic book. The comic book is even more vile. I fucking love the comic book. I got that for my birthday when I fucking turned what twenty nine. Oh, it was yeah. the best gift I ever got, man. Awesome, dude. Well, fucking, that's a great story, man. All right. And, you know, I was a little bit worried that we weren't going to find any fucking great stories. But, yes, there were a few. Um, Should we end the show on a dark note? Uh, Well, actually, I found I managed to find one more article while we we're talking here. So you can do yours. And I got one more. And okay, actually, right. since I, I, I ended on last time we did a show on a dark note, actually, I, I found a really positive story I want to read. So you, you can do yours first, though. It's your, it's your go. 
Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, wait. Are you going to read the story about Kim Jong-il dying? You know no, he's dead, right? No, I think it's fucking hilarious. Ding dong. The witch is dead. The witch is dead. The witch is dead. Fuck him. Well, you no, know, I no. am kind of disappointed because he was our only listener in North Korea. God, yeah. man. I mean, now, you know, I look on the fucking the, the, the map that shows like all the people that are listening to the show and North Korea is just black. I'm just like, oh, fuck. He really is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe his his older, his older sister, his uh, younger sister, set set to take over. So maybe she'll be our only listener. Who fucking knows? God, I hope she likes the show. That would be awesome. Because I mean, we could really use the support in North Korea. I mean, we had one listener. Now we got zero. That's like going from a hundred percent to zero percent. I mean, that's seriously dropping the ball, dude. In a whole country, could you imagine having a, a whole country's all the listeners in one country just overnight just stop listening to your show? That's exactly what happened to us. <laughs> That's horrible, man. <laughs> yeah, we went yeah, from 100 well, like, to zero. I, I'm not. I'm not surprised you like your show because you know. I guess he was a big fiend for cognac, so he liked to drink. So. Oh hell yeah, dude! The guy loved to drink. He loved to fucking party and stuff. He's a big guy. You know they used to call him the John Candy of North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't call him that at all. Oh man. Okay, here we go. We're gonna. <laughs> this show on a dark note well no well we're not but we might i don't know okay here we go <clears throat> okay i need a drink for this one this one's pretty heavy faders this one's pretty heavy oh tori's classic whiskey Mm-mm-mm. this should be a sponsor mother arrested after 11 month old daughter drowns in bathtub okay the story took place in hokkaido um all our thoughts are going to all our faders in Hokkaido. A beautiful place, great place, great food. Extremely amazing shochu and sake. We love Hokkaido. But unfortunately... A very good crab as well. Fucking crab's awesome. You got crabs in your balls. Police <laughs> in Kyushito, Hokkaido, have arrested a 33-year-old unemployed woman on suspicion of killing her 11-month-old daughter by drowning her in a bathtub at her apartment. I don't think she was unemployed. I mean, when you're a housewife, you're pretty much a full-time domestic engineer. Mm, pretty much. According to police, Miho Kawaguchi drowned her daughter, Kaide, sometime between 7.30 a.m. and 5 p.m. That's a long stretch. On Thursday, Saneki Shimbun reported. She called 115, no, 110 after 5 p.m. Kaide was taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. Police say Kawaguchi... Kawaguchi has admitted to the charges and quoted her as saying she was stressed from child raising. Her husband was working during the day. Could you imagine her husband coming home and finding that fucking mess? Like, honey, I'm home. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, man, that's going to be the worst day ever, dude. I, I, I don't approve of, like, you know, domestic violence when the husband smacks the wife around. But in this case, I think he'd have just cause. Just cause indeed. Local media reported that Kawaguchi had consulted a child welfare authorities about anxieties she felt about having child rearing soon after Kaide was born. Child welfare center officials said she had been receiving guidance and that there had been no incidents of child abuse. You know what? I think everybody fucking dropped the ball in this fucking story. I'm blaming the child welfare center and shit. They should have sent somebody there to like check out the situation. If you got some lady saying like, dude, I'm stressed. I got anxiety. I'm feeling like drawn in my kid. I don't know what to do. And they're like, well, why don't you just like, you know, do some yoga, maybe drink some kombucha or or something you know just like chill out you know everything will be fine you know they should have sent somebody over there dude that's what i'm saying <laughs> uh dude i can answer that because we got a kid they do 
They almost certainly do. They do mandatory after like your kids like three or four months, months old. They do have a social worker come over and like check your baby out to make sure you're not, you're not abusing them. Holy shit, Tom! Question. And, so and, whoa, 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 whoa! Hit the brakes, padre. So basically, a child welfare person came to your house three months after you had a baby. Uh, yeah, three or four months. Yeah. They did they walk inside your door? Yeah, they they were in. And they oh, saw your me. mountain of bottles and empty cans, and they're like, eh, gaijin, typical. <laughs> they saw the castle? Nah, dude. Like, as far as I know, I don't think they came in my room, but, like, nah, like, wife just invited the, the social worker lady, and they had tea together. She, like, you know, she checked my boy's body to make sure he wasn't being abused, and then, you know, she talked to her a little bit and said, all right, you're good. You gave her some paperwork and off she went. But no, I think uh, if people, if they're suspected of use or people with anxiety issues, I would assume they would send some people over. They're actually good. They actually, Japan's actually good about doing that. They do have like a safety net. The only problem is like these people don't have a ton of authority though, is my understanding. So it's not like the States where they're like, in the States they could be like, well, I think maybe possibly kind of there could be an issue and then they take away your kids. Yeah, man, like uh, fucking child welfare services in, in the United States are no fucking joke. Oh, no, 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 no. Have you ever been taken away? No. Pussy. <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> I, I, I assume you have. <laughs> no, 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 no. There, there are times, though. There are times got kind of close <laughs> at some point uh, or another. It's got a little bit nutty. Things did get a little bit nutty at the... Uh, Johnny household, that's for sure. All right, man. So fucking, that was my last story. Okay, come on, give us uh, the gold, Tom. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dude. Like yeah, that, that is definitely a fucking downer because, like, dude, stuff like that, especially when I've got a kid, it just like stuff, shit like that, just makes my blood fucking boil. Yeah, no, no. I mean, this is fucking serious, man. In, in a fucking bathtub. I mean, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucked. Um, yeah. If, if, you, if you don't think you can, if you're not 100% sure you can't take care of a fucking kid, then don't fucking have one. See, the thing is with a bathtub, that's so weird because it really takes a lot of time to fill up a bathtub. So she had to really think about this. I mean, if she drowned the kid in the toilet or the sink, I mean, you could do that in like maybe like a minute or so. But the bathtub, let's say you got to put it in the plug and then you got to sit there and you got to turn on the hot and the cold and kind of adjust like the temperature. And then you got to wait like five fucking minutes for like the water to get up to like level, right? So she had time that's premeditated for sure. I don't know. You never know, man. Maybe she just fucking snapped. Maybe she was just, you know, she's tired. She's stressed out. I'm not, I'm not like justifying or trying to give this lady an excuse or no, anything. No, nobody is. Nobody is. I'm not at all. But I'm saying maybe she's just like, you know, the fucking she's cranky. She's got lack of sleep. Fucking she fills up the bathtub. The kid just won't fucking shut up. Shut up. He just won't fucking shut up. He's going, meh, 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 beacon off. She's trying to give it a bath and blah, 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 blah. Then all of a sudden, you know, it's just like one of those psycho movies, you know, you know, the, the psycho movie or it's like a thriller where she, all of a sudden she just fucking snaps and she just like dunks the head head under the fucking water. And I was like, huh, that shut the fucker up and then just maybe kept it there. I don't know, man. No, I was thinking more along the lines of like throw mama from the train, but it's kind of like the opposite situation. So instead of like the son throwing the mama from the train, you know, the mom to the baby. Anyway, so, OK, next story. Let, let's let's uh, finish this podcast on a high note. On a high note. Yeah, I really want to do this on a high note. So we'll go out with a high note here. Um, retro. Actually, you know what? On that note, I think I'm going to crack open another beer and honor this story. Uh, yeah, you should have been drinking the whole time, Dick. 
<laughs> just like the rest of pre- Dude, do you know how many fucking people are listening to this podcast right now that are just as faded as I am? I mean, I'm on my fucking third uh, whiskey right here, and you're on your second beer. That's not the Tommy I know. See, the thing is, you separate Tommy and Johnny, and Tommy starts drying up. Yeah, apparently so, man. Ugh. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait, wait. Is it because you don't have any money to buy booze? I can loan you some money. Nah, dude. Nah, let's, let's not start with that. Nah, dude. I, I've got money. It's just I'm trying to be a little bit more uh, careful with it, though. No, man. I could I could buy a drone or something, and I could put like some money in the drone, like fly it, or better yet, I'll just fucking. I got an extra bottle of whiskey and shit. I could like attach that to a drone. Now I don't have a drone, but I can get a drone. I've got Amazon, and fucking we could fly it to your house and shit. It could be like a. I guess like what aren't they doing that in some place in the world where their Amazon's actually delivering shit with drones? But anyway, here in Tokyo, we can make that shit real. We can make that shit fly. Uh- are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. 
Rake.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on top. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Yeah, Amazon is, is, is actually doing that in certain cities. Like for reals, he's just delivering shit by drone. Although they had awesome. some, pro- although they had some problems with it, because I think uh, some dude like shot one down, because <laughs> I, I, I guess like he, well, he, well, he had, just, just listen to this, listen to the story. This dude had like a sixteen-year-old daughter who liked to go sunbathing out in their pool, and the pool was like I just say like fenced off, so you couldn't see it. So I don't, know, I don't, I don't know if she was doing it in the nude or whatever, but like I guess like you know creepy drones kept flying around, and he didn't want like people perving on his sixteen-year-old daughter. So like yeah, he saw a drone fly overhead and just got the shotgun and blam. That's crazy. Could you imagine his excuse to the authorities? Listen, I've got a sixteen-year-old daughter and she is naked, buck naked by the pool with suntan lotion, and she's drinking her diet coke with a straw with red lipstick on. And the last thing that I need as a father in the same pool area with my naked sixteen-year-old daughter sipping diet coke with red lipstick on is a couple of drones flying around videotaping my naked sixteen-year-old daughter that's sitting right next to me drinking diet coke. Well, let's see that, that that's the that's the thing he got, he got taken to court and court was found in, innocent that they, they, they found it they the court found that he had just cause and it was flying over his property so there you go do you think his last statement was and it wasn't incest because nobody yeah. saw it Be, except for those uh, goddamn I don't, drones I don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody went there oh, i didn't another story i saw i think i, think I saw like Guys, guys, like had a uh, remote control cars were giving each other's beers, like just like Corona bottles, but they had like, had, like oh, this, this guy's, like, yeah, you saw that one, right? He's like, this guy's like, dude, I've got the most awesome neighbor ever. Watch this, and just goes outside in his fucking like driveway and fucking remote control car zips up with a fucking you know Corona bottle. And he's like, thanks, buddy. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. But then that's he touched the Corona bottle and he got the coronavirus because the coronavirus can be on glass for 19 days. So his neighbor unintentionally gave him the coronavirus and a bottle of Corona. Double whammy. One's good, one's bad, though. All right, what's your story, Tommy? Hey, uh, this is is also another story about when when you have really awesome neighbors. Retro Game Group in Japan donating over 100 Super NES systems to families with kids sheltering in place. Oh, that is fucking awesome. Be dope, right? Yeah. Heartwarming package also. The heartwarming package also includes two of the most popular video games ever made. As you can guess from its name, Japan Retro Gaming Gaming Association is all about preserving and promoting the video games of yesteryear. 
Uh, among other activities, the group organizes discussions and restoration workshops and also sometimes sets up old school hardware at events where visitors are welcome to play classic titles and experience a piece of gaming, gaming culture and technological history firsthand. That is so fucking cool. <clears throat> Wait, who's doing this? Is it Nintendo? Uh, no, as, as far as I can tell, it's a private group that's not affiliated with Nintendo, but they obviously like their shit. Oh man, that would have been so awesome if it was Nintendo, if Nintendo fucking stepped up to the plate and they're like, all right, people of Japan and the world, we are Nintendo and we are an entertainment company. And what we have is factory of factory of factory of our Nintendo entertainment systems that have not sold since 1992. And they just been sitting there and we've got video games such as your favorites, Pokemon, Donkey Kong, and of course, Mario. And let's not forget, Duck Hunt. We've got all the classics. And we're going to give them to every single family that has at least one child. No man children. Anybody over 18 can buy their own fucking thing. But if you got kids that are underage, then we've got a Nintendo Entertainment System for them. Dude, Nintendo stock would go through the roof, dude. Because everybody would be like, fuck it, dude. I'll give them a chance. I, th I think I read like a couple of months ago, I think on uh, Nintendo at one point, some um, some 80 year old grandmother had like one of the old school, old, 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 like original Game Boys and it broke and she couldn't like get it fixed anywhere because nobody's got the parts because those things are fucking old. And so like apparently Nintendo got wind of this and they either like gave her a new one or just or fixed it themselves. I don't I don't fucking remember. But like, yeah, that was I, I saw that on the Internet somewhere. Oh, see, that's what they should do right now. They should hook up the people of the world. Mm. Well, the families, yeah. at least. Yeah. Well, continuing uh, while while the continuing coronavirus pandemic, the uh, though all of Jarga's planned gatherings are on hold. That doesn't mean the organization is taking a break from its mission, though, as it's come up with an awesome and heartwarming plan to bring the joy of retro games to children who are sheltering in place to avoid coronavirus infection. Jarga has announced that in recognition of kids who, despite the monotony it entails, are doing the right thing by staying home, it will be donating uh, Super Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Super Famicom, Super NES systems to 100 households with young children. The systems themselves are being given away absolutely free, and all recipients will need to do is cover shipping, which varies by uh, by the rec recipient's exact location in Japan, but works usually works out to be around 1,500 yen or USD $14. That is fucking awesome. That mm. is fucking awesome. I love hearing stories like this. You know, people that reach out and help the kids and stuff, that is such a cool thing. I wish we could do something like that for our podcast, but we're pretty much R-rated, if not more. <laughs> Well, look at it this way, dude. We are we are reaching out and helping the podcasters because remember we're doing like we're doing the show like three times a fucking week, dude. So like, as far as our fans are concerned, what more could you possibly ask for? Three and it's four true. plus Johnny. all the stuff on Patreon. Yeah, that's true. And don't forget Facebook, which is free. Dun, dun, dun. And, and Instagram. How come you always forget Instagram, Facebook, and Instagram? They go together like peanut butter and jelly. Because I don't because I don't touch Instagram, and you know it. It's because they're connected. You don't got to worry about a thing. They just go from A to B, and then C is the consumer. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, along with the system itself, the bundle includes the necessary AC adapter, AV hookup, cables, and one controller. 
And since a video game system is no fun without some games to play it on, Jagger will also be giving each recipient a copy of developers Final Fantasy VI, regarded by many as the highest point of the entire franchise, and Nintendo's Donkey Kong Country, which was titled Super Donkey Kong for its Japanese release. Oh, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, those are two fucking awesome games, especially Final, oh, Final Fantasy VI. Oh, my God. Uh, quote, we believe that these are both excellent games that are easy to pick up and play, and that even first-timers can enjoy them, says Jarga. Throwing, uh, showing a knack for understanding and describing to the two of the system's all-time all most popular games, both of which offer luxuriously long playtimes. Applicants must be families with children 16 or younger in their home and can apply by sending an email to Jarga at Info at I'm sorry, info at jar, jarga o, dot or dot gp. That's I N F O at mark J A R G A dot o, o R dot JP. Kids, you heard it here first. So for all our underage listeners, thank you for listening. And you know where to go for your NES system. Uh, to all our underage listeners, what the fuck are you doing? We, we, we're warping your fragile little minds. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, what a nice, heartwarming story. Tom, thank you very much for pulling that one up. Oh, man. Is there anything that you can bring to the show other than um, just watching Netflix, hanging out with your kid, and eating uh, pizza? Yeah, dude, all the fucking murder research I do for the fucking dark, fucked up episodes, true crimes. Those are pretty cool, man. Those are pretty cool. Everybody loves those. Um, and if you haven't heard those, definitely check those out. It's the uh, dark murder series that we've been doing, the Japanese true crime. We've got one absolutely amazing episode that's only on Patreon. So if you're on the Patreon, you can get that one. That one is just fucking crazy. It's about a guy that murders half the people in his village in one night half the people in his village in one night and the thing is he stutters so when he knocks on the door when he's going to kill somebody he's like i'm kill you so the people are just standing there like come on son spit it out spit it out say it and then after like fucking five minutes of this guy stuttering then he stabs him in the throat true story so either that or he lets his shotgun do the talking oh yeah he had a shotgun he had a shotgun he had a katana sword and he also had a what was it and it was an axe too right axe. holy shit which yeah this guy was fully loaded man yeah which he behead, used to behead his own grandmother with among other things yeah no, that's right. no spoilers man no spoilers yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's pretty fucked. But yeah, yeah, the true crime. If they're your thing, man, go go go. This check out to some fucked up true crime stories. And uh, I think right now I said I was only gonna do one more because I'm getting burned out. Laugh, fuck. I think I think I'm maybe gonna do two more, and we're probably done. So two more true crime stories. All right, cool. Well, I've got something. I've been researching a band that I want to talk about, a cool Japanese band that uh, I think a lot of people, some of our faders out there, some of the dark, deep, hard-hitting faders out there know about this band. But a lot of you guys don't know about this band, and you should know about this band. So I'm going to introduce you to this band. So that's going to be my contribution for... uh, I'm not sure if it's this week or next week. I'm not sure. It depends on how busy I am. Because I'm, unlike Tom, I'm actually fucking using the time. I'm not letting the time fucking use me and shit. I'm fucking doing all sorts of fucking projects here. <laughs> By the way, Faders, what are you doing out there? 
what are you guys doing out there? You're listening to Got Fit in Japan, which obviously means you're drinking, but what are you doing when you're sober? Are you fucking, I don't know, learning how to bake bread? Everybody's learning how to bake bread right now. I think I'm going to jump on that fucking bandwagon and learn how to bake bread, dude. Baking bread is like the cool thing to do. Mm. Yeah, sobriety, what's that? No, 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 no. I'm not going to fall off. No, I'm not going to jump on that wagon of sobriety. No, fuck no. Dude, dude, I've been getting faded fucking every night for the last month and shit. And uh, just recently, I'm actually drinking in moderation, which means three drinks. (laughs) I don't cross the line to five. But it's so fucking easy, man. Dude, do you know how many fucking Skype things I'm doing? Fucking every fucking night, one of my friends calls me up on Messenger and they're like, yo, dude, what you doing tonight? It'll be like, like, for example, one of my friends in Germany or one of my friends in New York or something. And I'm like, you know, I'm just chilling. You know what time is it? It's like one o'clock in the morning and shit. And they're like, oh, man, I'm fucking drunk. I'm like, hold on. Do you have Skype? Let's fucking drunk Skype. And then I get on drunk Skype and I'm fucking drinking until like three o'clock in the morning with my friends and shit. And then fucking, of course, dude, I fucking go through like half a bottle of whiskey or vodka and shit. Dude, I'm I'm almost out of vodka. Do you know how fucked up that is? That means I can't have any more white Russians. Dude, I fucking developed a white Russian tooth, man. You know how some fucking people have a sweet tooth? Uh-uh. Not nah, Johnny, dude. I got a white tooth, which means I got a tooth for the white Russian shit. When you make that shit straight, dude, that shit is fucking badass, dude. Fucking, it is easy to make, and it is delish. Capital D and lish, dude. Phone is ringing. Oh, my God. All right. Well, yeah, sure, buddy. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, like, yeah, I guess uh, the uh, pink elephant's starting, like, the cases are going down in Japan. So, with with any luck, man, like, you know, no, before... No, they're not. Are you crazy, dude? Fucking BBC just ran a story today and stuff. I saw it. And fucking, like, he was, there's a guy, a BBC reporter that was in Oki... Or not Okina, Yokohama. No, Kawasaki. He was in Kawasaki, and he was in the fucking hospital there. And fucking people are running out around. People are freaking out and shit. All, the whole place is full of people and shit. They're moving people into fucking nearby hotels and shit. They ran out of fucking the breath... Not the breathalyzer, but the breath thing or whatever. So fucking... I think right now, with the government or the news media or whoever... whatever, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to point any fingers. But somebody somewhere is just saying, Oh, yes, the numbers are down. But they're saying that so people stop going to the fucking hospitals. Because the hospitals right now are fucking maxed out, dude. So my wife is like... You know, it's funny because they only said that there's like 70 new cases today, which is kind of low from like yesterday or previously. But all day long, we've been hearing ambulances. And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't know how true that is, man. We'll see, man. Was you seriously hearing ambulances all day? Dude, I'm surrounded by fucking rich old people, dude, of course. <laughs> and I heard an ambulance during the show while you're reading and stuff. There, I heard an ambulance by your place. You're on uh, Yamate Dori. Whoops, secret. But um, yeah, dude, fucking, I mean, that's a major street. And which leads yeah, yeah. to uh, what? Red, was it Red Cross Hospital and Hito Hospital? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying like, I, I'm saying like, I, yeah, I'd be lying if I, if I said I didn't hear the, the occasional a- ambulance. And, you know, in this, it's, in this day and age, everyone's kind of like, ah, yeah, I know what's going on there. Yeah, dude, they pulled out this guy, you know, down the street, actually right over the park that I bitch about down the street. They pulled somebody out over there and shit. There's a couple of ambulances there. Like, was it? No, it was yesterday. God, every day is kind of bleeding together. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, that was a fucking epic thing. People are like our neighbors are like, oh, my God. So fucking yeah. Nutty shit, dude. Nutty shit. Anyway, I'm faded, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, I've only had like actually, dude, Jesus, I've only had two beers at this point. That is fucking unusual. Where is my Tommy, dude? Fucking, see, you shaved your head, you shaved your beard, and then fucking what? You fucking 
changed. You changed. You changed dude, on the show, Tommy. Dude, all I can say is like, have a fucking kid, dude. See how it fucking changes you. You actually because like nowadays, I actually fucking try to take care of myself. You know, fucking drink. My drinking and smoking is like way down. Pretty soon, I'm gonna be off the fucking cigarettes, dude. Pretty soon. Are you serious? How many packs do you smoke a day? I only, smoke, I only have like a couple a day, dude. I'm down to that. Whoa. I buy a pack. Last me a week. Whoa, whoa, dude, that is so weird. You would smoke like a pack and a half a day, like a couple of months ago. Holy shit! Well, this is a good thing, man. This is a good thing for you, man. You know, I, I'm busting your balls a little bit, but I mean, seriously, man, that's a good thing. Only problem is you're gaining weight like a motherfucker, dude. You look like Uncle Fester, dude. You get the head shaved thing. <laughs> you shaved your face and shit, dude. You double in weight, dude. That sweatshirt on you, faders. You can't see this shit, but dude, that sweatshirt on you, dude, looks like a tutu, man. <laughs> I don't think it's that tight, but yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, what, whatever, dude. But yeah, I, I got a kid, so I actually, I, I try I actually try to take a little bit better care of myself because, like, you know, he's he's only like actually like uh, what is it? I think fucking tomorrow will be his half birthday. So like, and I want I want to months. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. Like, so I, I want to be there for like you know and see him grow up and do awesome shit so that means like you know maybe taking a little bit care of better care of myself and you know not doing stupid shit all the time <laughs> that's gonna be hard for you huh uh, <clears throat> oh geez. Breaks, man. A breaks. oh man well hey dude good on you man good on you man you got a good kid over there an adorable kid you should put his picture on um on facebook and instagram and stuff i bet if you did that we get more people on the patreon they're like oh i guess he really need does need the money <laughs> I mean, the guy's a fucking security guard. It's yeah. it's the middle of a pandemic, and the guy's a security guard. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. As as, as a security guard, so yeah. When when I whenever I go back and work, work that beat again, I'm gonna have like a baton in one hand and a cup in the other for like people's coins. Oh yeah, we accept tips to keep this area safe. <laughs> That's right. I think the police should work on tips. Wouldn't that be yeah. interesting if, like, let's just say cops, like, every time they do something good, you tip them? You know, like a waiter, right? If you got a good waiter or a good waitress or whatnot, fucking, or bartender, whatever. But the thing is, like, you tip them, right? They do a good job, you tip them. So let's say, like, a cop, like, fucking, like, comes to your place and shit. Your kid's choking or something, and he gives the kid CPR. Kid survives, and you're like, dude, here's, like, a 100 bucks. Dude, I tell you what, man, fucking cops would do a way better job all over the world if that was the fucking thing. If they could get tips yeah, but, but, or doing but, a good job. But John, but Johnny, now that you say that, but Johnny, that would lead to a situation where the police would only, like, be work, be concerned for the rich people, not give a fuck about the poor people. And, oh, wait, that's totally how things are right now, aren't they? Yep. See? Well, well I guess introducing the tipping system couldn't hurt. <laughs> wait, no, that would probably be considered bribery. Yeah. When it, the cop's like, listen, how much are you going to tip me to save your kid? I've just got 20 bucks. Oh, God. See, I only work for 25. Yeah, dude, you're right. No, it's a flawed system. I saw, I saw a fucking hilarious comic of that. It was like a really old fucking Superman comic from like the 60s. Somebody photoshopped it where it shows this like, you know, this fucking oil rigs on fire and it's this giant towering inferno and this uh this fucking dude runs up superman flies down to like one of the workers that manages to get out he flies down the guy runs up to him superman superman please help all, all my friends and colleagues are trapped inside and then like superman immediately says you got some money because soups doesn't work for free <laughs> the soups <laughs> yeah. he called the soups don't work for free bitch 
Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it says. And I'm from that, the Bronx. Yeah. And, and and then it cuts back to the guy that's like, but Superman, I, I left my wallet in that burning building. I don't have any money. And then he goes, yeah, that's cool. I can wait. I can wait while you go to the ATM. <laughs> Superman's a dick, folks. That's right. Batman kicked his ass. Oh, man. Well, on that note, Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Got Faded Japan. It's been great fading with you. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you drank as much as I did, not Tom. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely do the show on Wednesday. Tommy, are we going to do the show on Wednesday? I'm down for that, dude. We can always do that. Okay, cool, man. Do something interesting so we could talk about it at the beginning of the show. So what would you do? Uh, watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> what? What? Do you want me to do true crimes next time? Oh, yeah, dude. You can do what, Dude, if you want to do a special episode, do it. Uh, I'm researching a band right now. I'm, it's kind of hard finding good stuff about them. Some juicy shit. But I, I'm doing the best I can. But anyway, yeah, if you could do some true crime kind of stuff, that's fantastic. But do whatever you do. You do you. Do whatever you want and stuff. You got a kid, you know. Wait, if you're sober, that means you got like fucking, what, 24 hours in a, of the day to do or something. Yeah, man, you got plenty of time to do research. Remember, I'm still got the security guard job, so I'm actually working. Yeah, right. Working. <laughs> yeah, working. All right. Well, faders, if you can, please sign up for the Patreon. It really does help us out. Tom's barely working. I'm pretty much kind of working, I guess. Uh, but listen, if you can support us, that's awesome. We do have a lot of cool content up there. And if you can't support the show on Patreon, hey, man, it's totally cool. We understand it. It's all good. Don't worry. Don't sweat it. It's fine. But we do have the iTunes. So if you could go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and write something groovy, that would be gnarly. That would be gnarl, dude. So fucking, if you could do that, that would be the shit. But um, yeah, on that note, oh, also, 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 we do, as Tom mentioned before, we have a Facebook and we have an Instagram. And if you go there, there's tons of shit. Every single day we upload photos and all sorts of comedy bullshit up there. Check that shit out because that shit is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like the cancer that's growing in your balls, Tom. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) hey, I got to bust your chops, dude, because you're not drinking, all right? I feel, dude, I feel like I'm drinking, I'm talking to my grandma. What's up? Apparently, I'm not drinking enough to your liking. Apparently, I'm not drinking enough to your liking. Well, not to my liking, but to my level, yeah. At least at least meet me halfway. <laughs> maybe next time, Johnny. Maybe next time. Maybe. You better do it next time. Next time, we're going to do the all shochu episode. And we're going to, every 10 minutes, we're going to do a shot. Well, if we do like an hour show, that's six shots. Okay, that's fair enough. That's good. Yeah, that's we, good. We, we could do it. We could totally do that. We we play an episode. We just play some dumb game and make it a drinking game. We could totally oh, do that. Oh, drinking game. We haven't done that in a long, long time. Okay, think about that. All right, feeders. You got a lot of cards in this deck, so. Huh? Not since the fucking days of the beer and wasabi challenge. That was pretty fun, by the way. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, my God. I shit clean for a week. You recently re- reposted that on Facebook. I, sh- I sat down and watched it again. I was like, ha, 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 that was fun. It was hilarious. It was a hilarious bit. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. What else do we do? We got to do the spicy. Where's that video for the spicy uh, curry? We got to dig that one up. Oh, that one? Yeah. Uh, that's, you, you, you got that one, not me, man. But, uh, yeah, that, that was interesting. Oh, I wait. I think I put that only on the Patreon. Maybe I'll let that lose for everybody. I don't know. I'll think about it. Um, faders, anyway, once again, thank you for coming. Oh, shit. We just lost the connection to time. I'm going to walk around the block. 
Yeah, we lost his connection. Faders, thank you for joining us tonight. It's been great fading with you. We'll definitely see you soon. And uh, don't drive, but drink and stay home because this virus out there is a motherfucker. And on that note, peace. Yo, Faders, you made it to the end of the show. Congratulations. And the end of the show song is called Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Doesn't it just not roll off the tongue? It should. It should just be like, Hallelujah. You know, it, but when you say it slow, it, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Hallelujah. 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 Well, anyway, the name of the song is Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fuck, I can't even say it now. I'm jinxed. I'm cursed. I'm damned. Hallelujah. But yes, the name of the song is Hallelujah. One more time. And it's by our good friend and longtime fader, to be honest, Koji Tamura. Koji is in the he's the lead singer of the band Dogs, uh, which is a Tokyo favorite local band. Uh, they're a 90s hardcore grunge band that fucking rocks clubs fucking everywhere from the east side to the west side to the north side to the south side. These guys fucking kill it. And Koji's solo project is equally as awesome, if not more. So without further ado, hallelujah. <laughs>
Goddamn shit, something bad for her. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. 
I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.